Welcome to Muddy River News This Week, brought to you by Harvey's Furniture. I'm David Adam. I'm the editor here at Muddy River News. Bob Goff, who typically fills this seat each week, is on assignment down in Florida. Too hot in the hot tub. Jump back and hold myself. And joining me today is the mayor of our fine city, Mike Trope. Welcome. We get to see each other on occasion, but not often in these two sure. particular spots. Yeah, no, good to see you, David. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, now, Mike uh, spoke on Friday uh, at the Quincy Exchange Club for the uh, State of the City Address. Yes. It's an annual event. Um, we're here now to maybe dig into a couple of the things that you talked about a little bit more. Um, uh, but uh, uh, the first question that I'm going to say that at least half of Quincy has on its mind right now, and probably even more than half, is when's Target going to open? Later this year. <laughs> That's the closest I can get. Oh. I, I put calls in earlier this week okay. uh, to my contact at Corporate Target. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I just asked them, I begged them, do you have a date? Uh, this would be great news for the community. Everybody that I talk to is excited about Target, you know, going to be opening. Uh, and they say we aren't quite ready, you know, to announce. But, you know, you can drive by 36 and Broadway and see the former Kmart. You know, the GMX developers have put in a significant amount of money, amount of money in refurbishing that mm -hmm. building. And it's new on the inside. I mean, they ripped out plumbing, electrical heating, cooling systems, and even though the outer walls, for the most part, were the ones that Kmart had, right. uh, they made upgrades even to that and uh, the parking lot, et cetera. So uh, sometime in 2023, they will be open. All right. Now, as you drive past there on 36 and Broadway, you've got other properties. You've got both sides of the street on 30th and Broadway. You've got the Shopco former shop go there at 33rd and Broadway. There are other pockets that we know that things are churning. Um, how's all of that look into the future for the rest of 2023? Any other new developments? There are, there are none to announce uh, at this point, but you know, our local developers, uh, Tom Marks, who is taking care of the north side of 30th and Broadway, how he redid were CVS and the former uh, uh, county market mm -hmm. was. Right. That looks like you know just an awesome facility now. He put on the outlock closer to Broadway, a brand new uh, structure for some other retail. And then we've got Trevor Beck who bought the south side corner. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised to see how fast he could no, tear down that no corner kidding. building. Yeah. Uh, Trevor's got some big plans for uh, the south side there at that intersection. And those are, you know, uh, strong developers, strong Quincy-minded people. So it's, it is it is exciting. And in high visibility places, too. They don't want to mess those up. Correct. And also, going back to the uh, GMX site at 36 in Broadway, they still have plans to bring a, a restaurant mm -hmm. with a drive-up, uh, uh, basically in, uh, in a similar spot to where Ruby Tuesdays right. was. And then they're going to put some outside buildings uh, between that building and their main entrance right. along Broadway as well. So, yes, there are some strong retail uh, developments still going to happen over the next couple of years here in Quincy. Um, 
let's talk a little bit about tourism. Um, one of the things that uh, you spoke specifically about was the increase in uh, sporting activities in the city. You, uh, uh, the Hoops Midwest basketball had over 500 hotel rooms last year. Uh, the Illinois Billiards Championship, which is coming next week for yep. the second time, uh, had you know a weeks-long uh, yep. bunch of hotel rooms taken care of there. You've got the youth baseball tournaments that are going to start again here in April. So you, you threw something out there about <clears throat> maybe we need to look into doing even more of this. I'm Always very interested in hearing something about that. But what else could Quincy do to attract more of that type of tourism? Well, you know, even going back uh, a little bit further back in history, uh, you know, the, the Sheridan Swim Team has had their Firecracker Summer Swim event, which is a pre-Olympic uh, qualifying meet. They bring people from all sorts of states to come in here, and that is basically a week-long event. Again, you can't get a hotel room. Uh, if you haven't booked it for the swim meet, right? In that the um, the hoops, you know, Midwest was was strong when they were here. The uh, there's just a series of those. Youth, well, Dan Ryan's 50th anniversary this summer coming up with the Little People's Golf mm -hmm. Tournament. Uh, 50 years, okay. They've been bringing uh, young people that love golf and their families. That you know is a phenomenal event, and. Uh, those are strong examples of people that can, or events that can attract families to come to the community, enjoy the community, not only that event, but they eat out in our restaurants, stay in hotels yeah. or bed and breakfast, and take, take in some other spots and uh, activities within the community. So you talked about hotel rooms, and they're not easy to get. You also mentioned the fact is that Quincy has dipped under that magic 1,000 hotel rooms for the first time in some time. I think the number you put out was like 784. Yes. Um, when it comes to hotel rooms, I mean, you just can't snap your fingers and say, hey, Drury Inn, show up. Hey, right. Hilton, we got a great... How, but I, again, you've been working with that. Where does the interest in, in potentially attracting another hotel or two um, stand here in Quincy? While we were working on the hotel study, and again, uh, the uh, Oakley Lindsay Center people, the um, uh, visitors and tourism helped us get that hotel market study completed. And that has confirmed that we could use some mid-scale hotel rooms in that 85 to 100 room mm -hmm. facility. We have at least 13 hotel developers, uh, investors interested in something in Quincy. Uh, there's been a few in the last two, three weeks that have come to town. We showed them around uh, different sites, talked to them about a riverfront development, talked to them about the Oakley Lindsay Center, uh, you know, talked to them about other sites available not only in this downtown area but also out in the more on the east side of town and that's what I'm, do you get any indication from those developers where they lean do, you, do, do, they, do they want to be down the riverfront do they want or do they or do they just like it all david it, it is surprising to me but every one of the developers that i've been talking to hotel developers they have all picked a spot that they really would like to be at. Mm -hmm. Nobody's picked the same spot. No kidding. Yeah, so it's phenomenal. Well, so then you've got the problem solved. Well, now you just got to get one of them to decide to come here. Uh, you know, 
when you look at the other things that that I tried to outline uh, in the state of the city speech, you know, housing is an issue, hotels is an issue. Uh, we're going to get more retailers. When you look at the investment, it, you know, of building new facilities, you know, it's fifteen to twenty million dollars for a hotel. Yeah. Uh, the housing that we need uh, is going to be you know, minimum 15, 20 million dollars of housing is going to be, I believe, started under construction, um, you know, this summer. Okay. So I think we've got a couple things that are really uh, ready to pop, ready to get their, their permits, et cetera. Uh, so I think we're, we're growing, but we need a lot more than that. Right. You know, when there's 500, 600 job openings throughout our major industries in town, and they've contacted us to say, gee, we've got some good uh, people that are willing to come here, and they now are telling us, well, once we find housing, we'll come. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, like, like everything else, coming to Quincy, you know, the schools, what they want to do, the work, you know, everything else is exciting to them, but they haven't found a place to live. And uh, so th that's something we're working on. Uh, but I, I, I think over the next couple of years, you know, you can't build 100 units in uh, nine months. It's going to take right. a year, year and a half to, to really get some of these things built. So in, in your speech, you mentioned that there were five top things. I've written them down here was housing, infrastructure, more retail, hotels, and jobs. And I wrote them down in the order that you spoke about them. Mm -hmm. Are those in order of importance or are they all tied for first? They're, they're all critical to seeing Quincy get to the next level. Okay. And, you know, we're lucky, uh, you know, not trying to be offensive, David, but you remember in the 1980s when we had a big industry shut down and there were thousands of people overnight oh, yeah. without a job. Yeah. And okay. I mean, I would have been in high school in, at that time, but the fact was there was just this sense of, oh my gosh, right. what are we going to do? Right. Now, m most of those people ended up finding another job, but they were underemployed. Mm -hmm. And they were underemployed for years. We have just the opposite right now, where there's job openings and there's not enough skilled people capable of filling those positions. So we have to attract people right. from outside the community. Well, when you do that, you also need a place for them to call home. Well, it's kind of, I guess, the chicken or the egg thing. Do you need the jobs? Or do you need the houses first? Well, I am absolutely grateful that all the industries have jobs available. And these are primary wage jobs. But with that comes a need for specific skills. You know, we just can't take somebody that, you know. I'm not going to be doing any heart surgery on anybody. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I won't either. for that. Yeah. I, I'm not either. But, you know, so there's a variety uh, of, of, you know, I mean, we need plumbers, we need electricians, right. we need skilled workers, we need uh, welders, uh, machine operators, we, we need the other professionals, but uh, they also need a place to stay. And so it's not just a matter that we need to build, you know, single family homes, it's we need everything. We need townhomes, condos, more apartments, mm -hmm. uh, we need affordable housing. Every category is short in supply. Now I know you've, you 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 talk about building potentially new homes, new businesses, new hotels, but then you also have other programs in place to help people in regard to 
refurbishing or renovating older homes. Talk about a couple of those programs. Yeah, absolutely. We have the small rental rehab program uh, that's geared for property owners that want to fix up their properties that they have for rent. Right. And it's for any fair market rental uh, you know, program or, or opportunity. Uh, there's limits within that program. You have to apply for it up front. Uh, but it turns out over a five-year period, if you meet all the qualifications, uh, that becomes a grant. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, and that could be twenty to tw the two programs. One's up to twenty thousand per unit. The other one's up to twenty-five. And there's a limit as to how many units per owner mm -hmm. that you can get. Uh, the other is with the downtown rehab. So that's got to be. Uh, it's really strictly for uh, rehabbing existing buildings for apartment use. Uh, on top of that, we also have incentives for people that are going to develop uh, other housing in select area. We're trying to, we, we, the, the city council approved an incentive to help fill our infill lots. And so uh, Monday night, we're going to the city council uh, with a program uh, near 8th and Jersey. Mm -hmm. And that's gonna be an exciting opportunity uh, that totally is going to be eight and a half, nine million dollar uh, project there. So, I'm I'm hopeful that the council is going to approve that. Um, you also, you know, you talk about uh, enticing people with homes. You also have the QRAP program, which is a way for you to bring people to Quincy. I know when that was first introduced, there were some people who didn't care for the idea of giving people money for right. moving here, but. Um, uh, you've had, I believe, what, 45 people? 45 people this last year has received money, uh, a little over 150. Oh, my, yes. As in how many more? Well, there's 154 people that have qualified for the program. Okay. Okay, so, you know, we have twice as many that are in line to receive the money as the group that actually has received money so okay. far. The, you know, there's financial uh, hurdles when someone's going to move from one community to another. Uh, the employers help with like moving costs and the other arrangements to move. But the one thing that was missing was, okay, if you have to rent a place for a few months before you buy, and you know, with the housing uh, market the way it is, we have basically a third of the homes that used to be available pre-COVID. Yeah, there's was, only like 40 a month yeah, on the, average. The, the that you numbers can get. that you used were 106 before COVID. There were an average of about 160 homes on the market every, every month. month, and now that's down to 40. Yeah, that's and there's a, some that's a months, scary number. And some months, David, there's not that many. Wow. Okay. So, what uh, can be done? What can be done to balance that to get that 40 back up? Well, I think, again, by building new units, some people that have lived in Quincy for generations may want a new place. Mm -hmm. So they may go, well, they can sell their existing place, okay? There's opportunities for everybody. The building for new is not just for people to come into town and take them. Right. Anybody in town is going to be able to look at these properties. Gotcha. Um, last thing I wanted to ask you about is 
public safety. The fact is that just in the last couple of weeks alone, um, you know, we've heard stories about the number of cars that are being stolen have gone up dramatically. Uh, you have the number of shots fired calls is increasing. Uh, there's a lot of attention being given to the death investigation on Kentucky Road. Uh, we're talking about license plate readers, or that's going to be going before the city council as but well. Monday night, yeah. On Monday night. So there's a lot of things about uh, uh, public safety in general in Quincy. Um, I, I guess I just wanted to give you the opportunity to be able to to address some of the things that people are talking about. Oh, yeah. So public safety is absolutely critical to our community. Always has been. It's going to continue. Uh, Chief Yates and the other officers, I think, are doing an excellent job in protecting us and taking care of our public safety needs. Uh, I've heard in talking to the chief recently, I've heard that the people that got arrested uh, Thursday night uh, may also be related to what happened the year before, or I'm sorry, the week before shooting. So there's some, you know, bad actors that uh, are upset, and instead of maybe arguing with what, like most of us would do, they pull out a gun and start firing at people. Uh, I guess it's good their aim's not too good, <laughs> because there aren't too many people that have been hurt right. in, in those random shootings. Uh, and not to make fun of that, because it is still a serious uh, uh, item. On the, uh, the homicide, I think Chief Yates uh, said it correctly. You know, it's a marathon. It's not a, a sprint to try to put the, uh, all the clues uh, together. They, they, they get it done in an hour every week on Long yeah. <laughs> So why can't we get that done that way here, right? Yeah, I'll have to have... Uh, Chief Yates, maybe call Hollywood and see what they could do. Anything to help. Yeah, but no, it's a, um, uh, the, the police are really, you know, the detectives are working extremely hard, long hours. They're working with the Illinois State Police uh, to pull all the pieces of the puzzle together, get the facts there uh, so they can then go out and make an arrest and have a solid case. Uh, they know that a, a case this of this type this complicated. Uh, lawyers are going to be dissecting it, looking at it inside out for the next, you know, three to four years. Yeah. So they've got to get it right. And uh, I think that is absolutely what our law enforcement, our Quincy police officers are focused on. Um, before we wrap it up here, you're halfway home. You, you've got two of your four years of your, your term. Um, how's it going? I mean, it's, it's been two years. I mean, are you, are you ready to hear today to look into the camera and say, I'm ready to, uh, to put my name out there for re-election, or am yeah. I asking a little early? Not, you're asking a little early. I, I like what I do. My wife, every now and then, will say on a scale of 1 to 10, you know, how do you like what you're doing? And I'll tell her 11. Oh, and she okay, just good. shakes her head. She you doesn't, as in I can't believe you? Yeah, or, yeah. Okay. And it's like, you know, I like what we're doing. Quincy has so many positive attributes, and we're, I think we're accomplishing a lot for the community, we're growing, we've got a healthy economy. Uh, not that we don't have hurdles that, that we have to get through, but I think, and the staff, the, the city department heads, uh, they've been phenomenal to work with. And uh, I think uh, the outlook for Quincy is extremely strong. 
Thanks for the time. I appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. And thank you for stopping by this week. And you can catch this episode and others on the uh, Muddy River News uh, TV Plus tab on our website. Mm -hmm.